What you may not realize is there's a reason that sleep deprivation is used as a torture tactic. Whenever you don't get enough sleep, your mental capacity is diminished. You're not able to make the best decisions. You feel sluggish. You're irritable. And this is where you start barking at people. It clearly isn't the best state you should be in as a leader in your business. Whenever you sleep, whenever you rest, this is a chance for your mind and your brain to rest, to heal itself, to really process all the inputs that you've had into your mind during the day. Hi, Offscripters. It's your host, Sewa Ajay Pili, and welcome to episode 155 of the She's Offscript podcast. This is a show where we hear and learn from women who've created unique blueprints for their business success. My hope is that you'll hear their stories and translate their gems into a unique path for yourself. We all go through times when we feel like we should be so much further with our businesses or feel like we're not doing a good job. In today's episode, I'm sharing seven questions you should ask yourself if you're struggling with your business. These questions will help you not only troubleshoot the challenges you're facing, but I'll also offer some action steps you can take if you find that these questions resonate with you. Before we hear the rest of this episode, I would love it if you could subscribe, rate, and review our show on Apple Podcasts or anywhere you listen to podcasts. This will help to spread the word about our show so the amazing stories we share can continue to inspire women looking to launch their own off-script journeys. With that, let's go off-script as I share seven questions to ask yourself if you're struggling with your business. It's no secret that the last few years have really taken a toll on business owners and their businesses. From a mental perspective, from a physical perspective, we all go through those periods where we feel like we should be much further along in our businesses, where we feel like we should be doing much better than we're doing. And in those times, I want to share with you seven questions you need to be asking yourself in order to bring yourself out of that funk and move on to the next level. The first question you need to ask yourself is, do you know where you're going? In other words, do you have a business plan? Do you have a strategy? Building a business without a plan is like swimming upstream in a river. You're expending a lot of energy. The waves and the current are tossing you back and forth. You're going in a lot of different directions. But at the end of the day, you never seem to hit a target. So if that's you and you've been building a business without a plan, I would encourage you to take a look at the businesses that you want to emulate, the businesses that you see yourself becoming five years or 10 years down the road and reverse engineer what they're doing into actionable steps to get you where they are. And the best way to do that is to create a strategy. Here are the key things to focus on in order to create a strategy of your own. First of all, is that you need a mission and a mission essentially is why are you in business? Next, you need a vision. A vision is simply writing down and knowing for your business, where are you going and what do you want to be known for? Next, you need goals and goals are simply what do you need to accomplish in order to get your business to the point where you are in alignment with your mission and your vision? And in order to have great goals, your goals need to have objectives. What is the intention behind the goals that you are setting? Once you have all of that in place, you need some activities. Activities are simply what are the actions, step-by-step actions you're going to be taking in order to accomplish your goals. And once you do have these goals and these actions, quite honestly, they are nothing without 
KPIs. These are key performance indicators. How are you going to know that your goals have been successful if you don't have key performance indicators? Have those in place and check them against your goals to make sure that you are on track to accomplishing the goals that you have set out to accomplish. And in addition to having KPIs, you also need to have some sort of a target for yourself. So for example, if your goal is to have 100 customers in the first quarter of the year. Now, the objective behind having 100 customers for the year is that this is really what you need in order to break into a new market successfully. So what actions are you going to take in order to accomplish those goals? You're probably going to run ads. You're probably going to engage in collaborations with people who are doing similar things with similar audiences. You will note those actions that you need to take in order to accomplish your goals. Now, in order to know whether you're on track to having those 100 customers for the first quarter of the year, you will need to have KPIs and your KPIs are probably going to be a weekly goal or a monthly goal of some sort. So, for example, if you get 10 customers a week, then you are on track with your goals. And then finally, based on the KPIs, based on all of the actions that you are taking, you can set targets for yourself and say, you know, my good, better, best goal is if I get 10 customers in a week, that's good. If I can get eight, that's better. And if I can get, say, five, that's good, right? So you're giving yourself targets along the way so that you know where you are with accomplishing your goals. I know this is something that everyone struggles with is at the beginning of the year, or at the beginning of a quarter, we have goals set for ourselves, but for some reason we don't accomplish them. And that reason is that we aren't mapping out a way for us to take the actions we need to take in order to accomplish our goals. And then that leaves you struggling in your business. So question number one, you need to ask yourself again is, do you know where you're going with your business? Question number two, you need to ask yourself, Is your business in its current form still in line with the mission, vision, and goals that you have for your business? There's a phenomenon called scope creep, where as you go along and as you get more ideas about things that would be great to do and to have in your business, you start to add more things on. You start to tack more things on. And before you know it, you have 20 products, you have five service offerings, and you start to feel overwhelmed as a business. You start to struggle. So ask yourself if honestly, the things that you have tacked onto your business are still in line with where you see your business going or where you saw your business going when you started this journey. So your action under this question is going to be for you to take a look at all of your product and your service offerings and see which ones of them actually have an ROI you can justify. Meaning, do you have a return on the time, the money you're spending and investing in creating and offering these products? If you can honestly tell yourself that it's worth it for you to continue offering every single product and service that you have, then great. But if not, I would really encourage you to ask yourself, is the product or service I'm offering scalable, right? Is there a way for me to continue to reach more and more customers without having to give up more and more of myself, without having to give up more and more of my time? So this scope creep leads to businesses struggling because before you know it, you are feeling overwhelmed because you have way too many products and services to offer 
And for some reason, especially on the service business side of things, your service offerings are bespoke, meaning that you're doing something different and unique for every single person that you work with. And that is not scalable. In order to have a business that's scalable or a service or product that's scalable, you need to be able to do things the exact same way for every single person you are offering your product or service to. And if that is not the way your business or your service offerings are structured, you need to take another look at what it is that you're offering. And that might be one of the reasons that you feel like you are struggling in your business and as a business owner. Question number three you need to ask yourself is, do you have enough help? Sometimes this happens without you realizing it. Your business is growing like crazy. You have employees or contractors who are helping you, but before you realize it, the employees you have are doing the work of 10 people. They're each doing the work of 10 people. You don't realize that all of the profitable products and services that you've been offering are doing great. However, you are not able to keep up. And you may not have realized that this was happening happening, but ultimately it's taking a toll on you. It's taking a toll on your employees and your business is struggling. For some of you, you may have made the conscious decision to do everything on your own. You may have made the conscious decision to not hire contractors, to not hire employees, and you are doing it all on your own. And this is extremely inefficient because we've already talked about the fact that there are some things that you are uniquely positioned and skilled to do, and there are others that you have no business doing as a business owner. So you probably need to take stock of all the activities you have within your business and figure out what would you get a better return on if you paid someone to do it? Meaning that if someone else were doing activities one, two, and three in your business, this would free you up then to be more profitable and more effective in other areas of your business. So think about it. Are you struggling because you don't have enough help? Question number four is, are you taking care of yourself? Are you getting enough rest? Are you getting enough physical activity? Are you eating well enough? As a business owner, you are one of the biggest assets of your business. As the leader of a business, as a CEO of a business, people are counting on you to show up at 100%. What you may not realize is there's a reason that sleep deprivation is used as a torture tactic. Whenever you don't get enough sleep, your mental capacity is diminished. You're not able to make the best decisions. You feel sluggish. You're irritable. And this is where you start barking at people. It clearly isn't the best state you should be in as a leader in your business. Whenever you sleep, whenever you rest, this is a chance for your mind and your brain to rest, to heal itself, to really process all the inputs that you've had into your mind during the day. You know, when people say, I took a nap or I had a dream and the dream had the solution to this problem I had been gnawing on all day. Well, there's a reason for that is because your subconscious mind, while the rest of your body is calm, is able to process, able to think through the different things that you have been working on during the day. So there is a benefit to resting, to eating the right foods, to physical activity, because it's going to increase your longevity as a human being. And long term, it's going to be the best asset your business has if you are in the right frame of mind. So if you are struggling as a business owner, check in with yourself and make sure that you're actually getting the right amount of sleep, physical exercise and food. 
Question number five you need to ask yourself is, do I need therapy? Believe it or not, entrepreneurship can bring up issues in people that they never knew were issues for them. From imposter syndrome to feeling like you're not enough to not doing enough in your business to comparing yourself to everybody else, it is a roller coaster. Not to mention there are times where within your business, certain things are out of your control. Employees are going to quit. Market is going to be volatile. A pandemic is going to hit. And that is stressful as a business owner, especially if this is your only source of income, not only for you, but your employees as well. This is a huge responsibility you have as a business owner. So it's not enough to talk to friends and family. While they may care for you, while they may have your best interests at heart, they don't understand what it is that you're going through. They don't quite get it. And some people do find it helpful to talk to other business owners in their friend circle or their mastermind groups or people of that sort. While that is helpful, licensed therapists will not only be able to listen to you with a professional ear, but they'll be able to give you some coping mechanisms and tools that will help you deal with things that are out of your control, will help you deal with things that just pop out of nowhere. And once you have those tools, those tools will enable you to get out of the that inevitably you're bound to come across as an entrepreneur. So ask yourself, do I need therapy? And probably that's going to be the first step that's going to help you get out of that struggling phase you're in as a business owner. Question number six is, do you have the right level of mentorship? I know a lot of us start out watching YouTube videos or listening to podcasts like ours, and they feel like that's going to be enough to get them through the different phases of entrepreneurship. But I'm here to tell you, it's not enough. It is not enough because a mentor is someone who has been where you're trying to go and can really sew into your journey. They can give you advice. They can actually give you their templates and say, when I came across the same issue you're going across now, I took steps one, two, and three. It's someone that you have access to in real time, depending on the kind of relationship you have with your mentor. So it's key that as a business owner, you find a mentor because if you're going this journey alone, that's probably one of the reasons why you feel like you are struggling. So the next question I will often get is, how do I find a mentor? There are quite a few ways to find a mentor, but the first thing I will say to you is don't reach out to Oprah. Like if you're trying to be a journalist or you're trying to be in the media business, don't go straight to the top. Don't go straight to the top people in your field because unfortunately, they probably don't have the capacity to take on one more mentee, but also they're probably so far ahead in the game that they're not gonna be able to relate to you where you are in your journey. They're most likely gonna be able to mentor and help people who are one step or two steps behind them. So that's the advice I would give you. Number one, when you're looking for a mentor, Look for someone who's a few steps in front of you because they're more likely to have the capacity. They're more likely to give you advice because they remember what it's like to be in your shoes because they were just there a year or two or three ago, as opposed to an industry vet that's been doing it for 40 years. So first of all, look for people in your industry and once you find these individuals, cultivate genuine relationships with them. Add value, be helpful. Whenever they have events, for example, or programs that they're offering, purchase their programs, share them with your audience. 
be genuine in the way that you are interacting with them so that they realize, hey, this is someone who's serious. This is someone who's in the same field and they are hungry to learn. Don't always be in people's DMs trying to get free advice because that is not the best way to start a relationship with someone that you are hoping will sow into your life in a real way. So once you have organically reached out to people in this way or interacted with them online, I will tell you one of the platforms that's great for relationship building is Instagram. I have built a lot of great relationships on those platforms that have led to a lot of great opportunities for myself as well. So I would encourage you to start there. But once you do that, reach out to people once they know who you are and once they're familiar with you from a distance, feel free to reach out to them, send an email or a DM asking if they would be open to a coffee. Can I buy you a cup of coffee? We're doing it virtually, but you could still send them a Starbucks coupon and a Zoom link and have coffee dates and get to know people. And when you meet a mentor, though, you need to be prepared, have an agenda, let them know it's a 30 minute chat. I want to talk to you about things one, two and three. And that's it. This is not the time to chit chat. You're not trying to be their friend. You're not looking for a new business bestie. You are looking for a mentor. So be serious about the fact that you are taking up space in someone's schedule. You are taking up someone's time. So just really be cognizant of that when you're reaching out to people to mentor you. And finally, question number seven you need to ask yourself is, am I consuming too much of other people's content? Especially if your business is creative, if you are a creative producer and you have too many inputs from other people, it can really stunt your growth as a creative because you're always wondering, am I doing this because I saw so-and-so doing it? Or if you are a new business owner and you are consuming content and advice from everyone, you try their advice for one month, it doesn't quite take. So then you move on to the next person and try whatever they say to do. This is probably stunting your growth because as I said in question number one, you are probably going in too many directions. And because you don't have a plan of your own that you're seeing through, it's stunting your growth. So check in with yourself. Are you listening to too many people? Do you have too many influences? And that is causing you to struggle as a business owner. All right, there you have it. These are seven questions you should ask yourself as a business owner if you are struggling. In the comments, let me know which of these seven questions really got you thinking about why you are struggling as a business owner. Before I head out, don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss our next one. Bye. Hi, Offscripters. I'm so glad you made it to the end of this episode. If you found this show helpful, please pay it forward by sharing us with your network and leaving us a review on Apple Podcasts. Between episodes, you can find us on Instagram. Our handle is at She's Offscript. Or you can catch up on past episodes at She'sOffscript.com. All right, with that, we'll see you right back here next Thursday for another episode.